such a nice dream last night. It was so good. It was one of those dreams I just didn't want to end. But like all good things, they had to come to an end. How are we all doing? Friday evening. Round three of the what's supposedly what's supposed to be a, a dry weekend. And I think quite a few people are uh, getting used to the idea of just doing absolutely fuck all for the weekend. And there's nothing wrong with that. I had this I had this this dream amazing dream last night that uh, I was I was speaking uh, I was speaking I was speaking Afrikaans so fluently and so passionately to this to this girl who I didn't even know but I was speaking Afrikaans and this is the thing about your dreams is you underestimate yourself when you dream I mean when I dream, I somehow, I don't know how, but my Afrikaans improves in my dreams. And it's the same as like when you drink, your IQ level and your, your level of speaking different languages improves. It's interesting how that works. But I was dreaming up, I was dreaming that I was talking Afrikaans so passionately to this girl. And she was, she was getting really excited and like really turned on and then we and then we made love and then I woke up what a disappointing ending that was but um, it was so it was such an unexpected thing because I wasn't expecting to to dream about this 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 person in Afrikaans and then still have a happy ending at the end of it such a nice dream that I uh, I see very interesting news that um, this happened last night, by the way. Uh, Walmart says that it is uh, removing guns and ammunition from its from its shelves and uh, and uh, display cases in all stores as a precaution due to <clears throat> what they call a civil unrest. And uh, what's even more interesting is that exactly twenty four hours later. Walmart has ref has reversed their decision and they've put guns back on sale ahead of the election. So there you go. Clearly uh, Walmart is a uh, clearly Walmart is expecting some sort of a a explosive explosive um um results to the to the election and explosive uh, outcome. This is going to be America on election day. You're going to have Republicans and Democrats. People who have never used guns before. This is what it's going to be like. You're going to have CNN reporting. Ah, uh, I'm standing outside Capitol Hill. And there's, there's people shooting at each other. Ah, uh, look at... Oh, Ugh, I, I'm live on TV, so I can't swear. Oh, this is oh, what a heinous thing! Oh my, ah, oh, this is what this is what it's going to be like on 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 election night. If the if the results go, and this is the scary thing, if the if even if the results go Republican or if they go Democrat, this is what it's going to sound like on Tuesday. People are just going to buy guns at Walmart and just start shooting each other. Of course, we hope this doesn't happen, but the way things are in America, I won't be surprised if you have a CNN correspondent. We can now cross over to uh, uh, to uh, to Jesse Taylor. Jesse, what's the latest at uh, Capitol Hill? Well, Simon, it seems like 
It seems like there's a civil unrest going on. Oh, quiet now. Oh, gee, now they've got a bazooka. Oh, my God. It looks like someone's just... Just bazook... bazooka the, the... the White House. What a war zone. And back to you in the studio before I get killed. Hmm? This is gonna be some sort of fireworks that you're gonna, um... That you're gonna get on election night, that's for sure. Uh, Walmart says they will return to the f they they will return the weapons to the floor because incidents remain geographically isolated. Now, after civil unrest earlier this week, uh, which resulted in damage to several of their stores, uh, consistent with actions we uh, they took over the summer, they asked stores to they asked. Uh, some of their stores to remove firearms and ammunition from the sales from the sales floor to secure to a secure location in the back of the store and uh, yesterday Walmart told uh, their retailers to remove all guns and ammunition from display and then changed their mind and said actually you know what I think it's actually I think it's actually going to be fun on election night so go ahead go kill yourselves everyone Let's make election night fun how are we all doing? It's a Friday. Um, by the way, Natasha, that app you told me to download, that weather app, is shit. It, it's, it's just a politician. It lies to you. It manipulates you. I am absolutely drenched. I looked at my app and uh, it said no rain from 5 o'clock, from 5, from 5 uh, p.m. until 10 p.m. No rain. So I thought, okay, fine. Well, I'm in no rush anyway. It's Friday evening. And uh, I left at quarter to six, and it was pissing with rain outside. So it's it's exactly a politician. It manipulates you. It lies to you. It's a terrible liar. I think I may as well just stick with that BBC app I had. At least there was some credibility on that app. You just had to go by, hopefully, what it told you. I don't like that. My jacket, I'm looking at it now. It's just drenched. It's dripping in finesse, like Bruno Mars says. Mm. Uh, quite a lot of people enjoyed yesterday's interview with, uh, with, um, with Tanya. Uh, they learned quite a lot, and they... They actually said they're quite inspired by by what by what she what by what she has done. So, yeah, I haven't watched the video yet. I know it's been uploaded to our Facebook page. I haven't watched the video yet, but as soon as I get probably when I get home, I will watch the video. I see Natasha also posted the um, uh, the video of her friend eating marmite. I also haven't watched that. I've just had a very a very busy day. Trying to, trying to sort things out with my life. You know, you get one of those days, you just, you know, you just have to just concentrate on that. So I've just been trying to get everything in order and get my life back into order today. Um, but I will have a look tonight at all the stuff that uh, Natasha and Morris posted on the, um, on the Facebook page. So you know, quite a few people have uh, enjoyed the interview that we did last night. And no, I will not take the train, Natasha. Yesterday was an exception because it was pissing with rain. Okay. I am not taking the train again. I'm not having whatever dignity I still have taken away from me. It's funny because um one of my one of my house colleagues, one of her friends who stays in France, she's Dutch, but she stays in France. She's here for the weekend. And um, anyway, I was doing some, I was doing some, some a little bit of preparation for the show tonight. And she says to me, "Oh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to um, the supermarket. Do you need anything?" Which is very nice. It's always nice when somebody offers you something, even though you're most likely gonna say, "Nah, nah, it's fine." So I said, "No, no, I'm, 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 I'm okay." So she says to me, "Okay." Um, I don't have a face mask. Do you have any one of those um disposable ones? 
I can use? You know, one of those, do you have a spare disposable one? So I said, well, look, I am the last person you need to be asking for a face mask. But uh, the good thing is that for the moment, you don't need to go to the, the supermarket with a face mask. It's probably the only place left that I actually enjoy going to is the supermarket. And she's like, really? Yeah, it's the only probably the only safe place you can go to. Gee, you know, in France, everywhere you have to wear a face mask. It's like, well, good thing I don't live in France. So, yeah, it's quite uh, it's quite interesting how this all this is all turning out. I was in the supermarket today. I had to get some stuff for the weekend, some food, and I was in um, I was in what's that supermarket called? Lidl. Now, Lidl has um, Lidl has a sign outside. That's basically a rough, rough uh, translation. It says, um, "It's a, it's it, you're advised to wear a mond copy, a mond copy, right?" So of course it's only advisory. So they don't tell you it's compulsory. So if you if it's not compulsory, I'm not going to wear one. So I'm inside, and now it's probably me and maybe someone else who's not wearing a face mask everyone else is wearing a face mask i tell you the looks the looks that you get like you are this criminal i kid you not but you know the you know what you know the one good thing about not wearing a face mask in the supermarkets everyone just moves out the way for you honestly you become moses in the supermarkets everyone just moves out the way for you because they think you're this disease carrying insect this pesk terrific so if you ever want people to move out your way for you like if you're going to the queue and you're going to pay i kid you not people actually they told they actually move out the way and they say oh sorry you can you can go it's fine it's terrific i think i should i I should shop a little more often because everyone just moved up my way for me it was fantastic i mean yeah it's I mean, I'm not, I'm not encouraging it, but I'm just saying. Um, quite a few things, um, quite a few things happened in the news this week. Um, it's, it's, um, Halloween today, isn't it? Although people can't really trick or treat today. You can't dress up. So I think the closest to dressing up is probably, um, probably, um, Wearing a face mask, I think that's the closest you can get to dressing up. Is going to someone's house and going, trick or treat. And that's probably your costume. Okay, so it's tomorrow. Shows you how much I know about Halloween. That's going to be interesting. Are people going to do this? I don't know. We were talking talking earlier, me and my housemates, about... um, all these, um, all these possible things that might happen next week in the press conference. And uh, you see, the thing is, we've had this conversation before on the show. The thing is, I, 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 I don't think we'll, we'll, we'll ever get to that stage where we go, f- you know, full, full lockdown. Because, um, you know, the... As as uh, Natasha said uh, on on the on the previous show that uh, the Dutch like their they like their freedom and I just don't see it being feasible for the Dutch to go um, full metal jacket and go into a hard lockdown. We'll probably know probably on Monday because that's usually when stuff gets leaked by the press. So we'll probably know by Monday what Mark what uh, Mark Rotter is going to be um, talking about, what new measures are going to be uh, introduced. But honestly, I, I, I don't think um, it's going to be that bad. Someone did, um, someone did mention, and I don't know if this is going to be really efficient, but someone did mention that just uh, close the border between the Netherlands and Belgium. You close the border... And then you don't have to go into a lockdown. Don't know if that's going to work. Because you still got people inside the Netherlands with who might potentially have corona. 
So you're not going to really stop it. But I see, I kind of see your logic in that. I saw a, I saw a video, um, I saw a video earlier on of uh, someone someone living in Paris uh, was was filming from their balcony um, down onto the um, oh, what's that famous street in Paris called um, Champs Elysees, and the, the whole of the Champs Elysees was was completely gridlocked. There were no car was moving. It was like surreal, something you only see in the movies. The whole of the whole of the Champs Elysees was just gridlocked, both directions. Very scary indeed. Um, apparently, the uh, the Gemente has uh, has asked kids to stay at home. So let's see whether let's see whether or not that will happen because. Uh, as uh, as I've as I've noticed, the the younger generation seem to have a total disregard of the law. I've noticed. I don't ever, I don't ever remember when I was twenty one, eighteen, nineteen. That age, I don't ever remember being this 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 rebel. Honestly, I don't remember ever being like this. And I think if I was that age right now, I don't think I would ever retaliate with what's going on at the moment. Maybe it's just because of my character. Maybe it's just a different generation. I don't know. But I don't ever recall... In fact, I don't even recall sneaking into nightclubs because I'm not... Again, I'm not that kind of... I'm not that kind of a person... To do that, I used to hate it when I was in when I was in university, and I would have to get dragged to the nightclub in the middle of winter and have to stand outside. And what's even worse is you have to pay for entry, and then they they don't, they don't even give you a complimentary drink, even if it's like a shot of tequila or a shot of Jaeger or anything. No, no, you still have to buy your drinks. So I have to pay whatever it was, five pounds or ten pounds, whatever it was, and I still have to pay for drinks. Give me a bit of slack, you know. So again, maybe it's just me, maybe it's just my character, but I don't ever recall being this person where I would always retaliate against whatever what was hap- you know, whatever what ha- whatever was happening in um in a in, in and around me. Honestly, and I don't think most of the people who do listen to this podcast were, were the same people. I think if they were 20 years old right now or 19 years old or 21, whatever, I'm almost certain that they would have just been, oh, okay, well, we have to stay at home. Fine. Maybe it's just my generation. Maybe it's just my character. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But I think honestly, you should stop. You should seriously stop being so self-centered, and just just stay the fuck at home. Honestly, you're not you're not doing anyone else any favors by what you're doing. Just stay at home because the more you do this, the longer this is gonna go on for. Just stay at home. If we can do it, you can do it as well. Whatever Instagram life that you are apparently missing out on i'm pretty sure all those people who follow you can can wait and can respect your decision because really the longer the longer you keep retaliating the longer this is going to go on for so just stay at home honestly you'll be doing everyone a favor um it probably is true, Natasha. I probably am a 60-year-old in a 29-year-old year body. I mean, I, I don't even feel this age. You see, the problem with me is that when I turned 18, I didn't feel 18. I felt 21. And then when I turned 21, I didn't feel 21. I felt 25. And when I turned 25, I felt like I was 30. You know, so I didn't feel that age 
you know, like, you know, like when you're 21, you're like, oh yeah, I finally got, I finally got the key to the city and I'm finally free. My parents can't tell me what to do anymore. I didn't, in fact, my 21st birthday, I think I went for a few drinks with a, with some friends that I knew at the time. That was it. I didn't go, I didn't, I didn't want any dressing up. I didn't want a fancy dress party. I didn't want a costume. I didn't want any, to, I didn't want it. I didn't want anything to do with that. I just wanted to have a few drinks and that was it. But maybe that is the, maybe that is the, uh, maybe that is the case. I mean, right now, 29, you know, when I, when I turn 30 next year, I'm not going to feel 30. I'm going to feel like I'm 33, 34, because I just don't feel my age. But I guess maybe that is just because I've, I've always been around older people. I mean, I'm the youngest in my family. And I include my cousins. I am the youngest in my family. So maybe that is why I've always been. I've, I've always never felt like I was that age. Because I was, I was always taught growing up that I must. I must act. I must act my age. What is my age? Because I don't feel like I'm 18. I don't feel like I'm 21. I don't feel like I'm 25. So, I, th you know, I guess it's just because I've always been around older people in my family. That's probably why I, I you know, I'm just not that person. I went, I went to a, a nightclub about a week, maybe two weeks before we launched here at Amsterdam Lab. I was dragged to a nightclub with my with my house colleagues, and I think I told the story. But uh, I, we went inside. The DJ looked like he didn't want to be there. He was playing shit music. The drinks were overly priced. The music was too loud, and that's just it's just not my thing. This and correct, please. I want people who listen to the podcast to message me. What is so interesting about a nightclub? Things everything's overpriced. It's too noisy. You know, you, yeah. Most of the time when I do go to nightclubs, I don't see people dancing. They're mostly there just to pick up. They're probably there just to father their next child. That's why most men go to nightclubs for that reason. So really, just stay at home. You'll be doing everyone a favor. Just stay at home. Anyway, that's that's enough. That's enough of me ranting this evening. Um, I see that. Um, I see that. Uh, that uh, that uh, that terror attack that happened yesterday. There's some developing uh, developing news from uh, from yesterday's uh, attack in Nice. Uh, French pol French police have said that uh, this uh, this terror suspect, or well, he's a 21 year old, he's from Tunisia, and he arrived in Europe by boat last month. Uh, and he was actually he wasn't he wasn't even known to security uh, to security services in Europe. Uh, he arrived in Nice by train yesterday morning. And he changed. He changed his clothes at the station before walking 400 meters to the Notre Dame Church, where he killed a 60-year-old woman and a 55-year-old church worker, Vincent Loquez, who is a father of two. Very scary stuff. This. Uh, his journey entailed this. Uh, he reached the Mediterranean, the Mediterranean island of. Lembasida, on the 20th of September. Uh, he then entered France, traveling through southern Italy uh, to the city of Bari on October the 9th. Uh, the suspect had with him a Quran, two phones, a bag containing, and a bag containing uh, two unused knives. Uh, the blade which was used in the attack was 30 centimeters long, 
with a cutting edge of 17 centimeters. Jesus Christ. This guy really wasn't playing games. And he obviously had a lot more. He obviously, this guy, I'm guessing, had. Oh, he planned to kill a lot more people because it says that he had two unused knives in his bag. Very scary, this. And uh, I see Italy, Italy has said they, that uh, they're not taking any blame for this because they've said, well, he wasn't known to security, to Interpol, so we've got nothing. You know, you can't blame us because to us, he was just a citizen. He was just some Tunisian guy. We can't stop a guy. Hmm. I think... Uh, I think Europe needs to uh, needs to seriously sort out their um, their security um, their security services because if this happens underneath their nose, and it's not the first time something like this has happened. Obviously, the the Paris attacks that happened in twenty fifteen, uh, you had the Bastille Day attacks that happened in twenty sixteen. Most of those people that did those attacks, that carried out those attacks, all came under the radar. Scary stuff. Very scary stuff. But let's not uh, scare you. It's Friday. It's the weekend. is uh black coffee i like this song it's called uh drive very cool song i remember when i uh, i played black coffee for the first time i played one of his songs when i was still on radio and um i can't remember how i what i said i think 
I said, I think I said, well, he's black and he's called Black Coffee. And everyone's like, oh, but that's so racist. Well, it's not because he's called himself that. And he says he likes black coffee. So that's why he's called himself Black Coffee. Honestly, all of these people that you say the most irrelevant things and then they just jump on you. Oh, that's so racist. Uh, I see, uh, I'm just reading now, Belgium has just announced a nationwide lockdown. And uh, the UK Parliament has uh, said they're going to be meeting next week to to discuss if they are also going to go into a, a full national lockdown. So it's down to you, the Netherlands. It's down to you to uh, decide on what it is that you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. Very interesting. I, I don't know how this is going to work out. I mean, obviously, most people want a a lockdown to take place here. But I just don't think it's in the uh, in the Dutch philosophy to, to have a lockdown. It's just not in them to do that. But we will, we will see on Monday. I think the earliest indications will be on Monday when the... When the press uh, leak some uh, uh, some of the, the the talking points for uh, for the meeting uh, on Tuesday, uh, I was riding my my bike whilst getting drenched um, on the way to the studio this evening. And uh, again, as I said to uh, to to uh, Tanya Kowalski last night, our interviewee. Dutch people do not know how to ride bicycles. I'm riding my bicycle. It's pouring with rain, by the way. And this woman just decides, oh, she's just she's just going to stop. Come to a complete stop. So, of course, I, need to, I now have to take avoiding action. And as I do that, some other guy who's coming, who's doing Tour de France speed behind me. So, of course, when I... Sp- swerve to avoid this person this guy who's doing tour de france speed goes onto the onto the uh the 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 pavement and it just you know it's just unnecessary if you're going to do something like that just slow down gradually don't come to a complete halt really 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 irritates me that as i said Dutch people, you, do, you don't know how to ride bicycles. I think it's it's the three it's the three second, the three second rule. You know, you get on the bicycle. Oh, you can if you can balance for three seconds. Oh, you've made it. You've made it in life. You carry on, and I think that is the that's the thing with 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 most Dutch people. Oh, you can balance for three seconds. Oh, that's what happens when they go to the bicycle store. They choose the bike. They've never ridden a bicycle before. And the dealer says, okay, let me see. Okay, yeah, yeah, you can balance for three seconds. Okay, you can ride a bicycle. Hmm. Uh, Listen to this. This is very, uh, very interesting news. I don't know if it's a, I don't know if you can, I don't know what you can make of it. I don't know if it's a conspiracist theory. We'll check with, uh, we'll check with Natasha if this is a conspiracist theory. But uh, a study has claimed that a mutated strain of COVID or, uh, of COVID originating in Spain may be to blame for Europe's second wave of COVID nineteen. I'm just going to check with Natasha and see if that's a conspiracist theory. Uh, an international team of scientists ha- have estimated that the variant called Twenty A EU one is responsible for 90% of the cases in the EU since the summer. Uh, they believe it, or, it originated in a farm in the north of the country and spread across the continent as holiday as holidaymakers returned over the summer. So what do you think? Conspiracy theory? Or is this actually true? I mean, I don't know what to make of this. I mean, first... Uh, first uh, I mean, it didn't actually come from Spain, the, the Spanish flu. The reason they called it the Spanish flu was because at the time, when this, when the, when the, when this pandemic took place, Spain was the only neutral 
country. So they, their, um, their media could actually publish stuff like this. Whereas the, media, whereas the rest of the world couldn't. So that's why they called it the Spanish flu, was because Spain was the first country, to, was the first and I think the only country at the time to actually publish and was allowed to publish these stories. So that's why they called it the Spanish flu. But this, I don't know. This, I think, is actually, this is Spain's fault. I think this is Spain's fault. Hmm. I won't be surprised if this is the case. So, there you go. If the if you if you're looking at if you're looking for someone to blame for the second wave of Corona, just blame Spain. Apparently, it comes from a Spanish farm. It uh, originated from a Spanish farm. I like the name they gave it though. Twenty uh, A E U one. I like that name. Okay, so Natasha's just uh, Natasha's just uh, proofread this. She's got her she's got her conspiracist hat out, and uh, this this is what I got. Um, twenty A EU one is unlike any version of SARS COVID two. The virus that causes COVID nineteen has previously come across uh, has. Is the, is the first that anyone has previously come across. Um, they've not seen any variant of this sort of dynamic for as long as um, the geomic uh, sequences of corona in Europe has taken place. So there you go. Hmm. Context is important. Yes, exactly. So there you go. If you're looking at someone, if you're looking for someone to blame, Blame Spain. Apparently, it's from Spain. Hmm. Uh, let's get you some. Uh, <laughs> let's get you some. Uh, uh, some uh, election news. Shall we get some election news? I think. Um, whilst I'm doing that, let me. Um, let me. Uh, let me get some American. Um, American music for you whilst we're doing the election. Uh, some. Some election news for you. So let's get some election, uh, some American music for you. Um, Florida has Biden leading in the polls. Uh, Biden is leading forty five percent to Trump forty two. Uh, Donald Trump has, ha, ha, well, he's just got Iowa, Iowa, should I say? A one point. He's leading Biden 47 to 46. Uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, Biden's, according to these polls, Biden's walking away with that. He's got 51% of the vote. With Trump trailing with 44%. And in Ohio, Ohio, uh, Biden has a five-point lead with 48%. And Trump uh, with 43%. But these are just, uh, these are just, uh, um, these these are just, uh, uh, what's the word I can use? These polls, you can't go by them. Because this is what happened with Hillary last year. Oh, the last time, not last year, in 2016. Everyone thought, oh, well, Hillary's got all of these states, and then this happened. So you can't really go by these polls. I mean, it's nice. It's nice that uh, it's nice that Biden is leading in all of these polls, but I guess the real the real thing is election day. Because we're only gonna know what's gonna happen on election day. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. says that uh, listen to this. If you ever want if you if you've ever heard such a deluded person. This is your guy. Donald Trump Jr. says that COVID deaths are down to almost nothing. The same day that vi- that uh, Corona has killed 1,449 Americans. Uh, Trump Jr. has falsely claimed today 
that uh, the number of Americans dying from COVID-19 has dropped to almost nothing. Uh, despite, uh, dis- despite the U.S. reporting more than 1,000 fatalities, along with a record-breaking 90,728 infections yesterday. Uh, as the president and his inner circle continue to downplay uh, the, so- the severity of the, uh, COVID- of the COVID-19 pandemic, uh, with just days leading up to the election. Wow. If there ever was such a deluded person, it's him. You see, the thing is, I might, I might have my, I might have my, my reasons for not wearing a face mask, but I'm fully aware that we are in a pandemic, as I'm sure most, most people are. But when you have, when you, when you go and you go tell people that, you know, the the virus is, no, you've got nothing to worry about, um, The virus is almost nothing. It's down to almost nothing. You are deluded. I am sorry. And you you don't have any credibility at all. And uh, what's what's really what's really disappointing about this is that there are a lot of people in America who still believe that this is that this is the flu. Hmm. I see that um, uh, scientists have have warned of a new corona uh, variant that's spreading across Europe, and this is this is going back to um, to this. Uh, to the Spanish farm where there's apparently a mutated strain of COVID that's or, that's or, that's originating there, a uh, a coronavirus variant that's uh, that's originated in Spain uh, from farm workers has spread rapidly through much of Europe since the summer, and now accounts for the majority of new COVID cases in several countries, more than eighty percent of that in the UK. Uh, an international team of scientists have been tracking the virus through its gig- through its gignetic uh, mutations and has described the extraordinary spread of the variant called 20AEU1 in a research paper to be published on Thursday. Hmm. Very interesting. I see that uh, Oxford, my sister who works at one of the... Um, at one of these uh, lab- at one of these laboratories that's busy producing this uh, one of the the um, the vaccines, one of the Oxford vaccines. She's she was saying to me that the soonest the soonest uh, people will probably start getting vaccines is probably maybe mid to end January. That will be the soonest if they do even if they do even think of. Uh, of releasing it that early. Because the thing about vaccines, and I've spoken about this on the show plenty of times, you cannot rush it. You just cannot rush a vaccine. But that will be the soonest. I see Germany today, I was reading in the news, Germany is very close to releasing their version of a vaccine. But you got to remember, it's all fair and well that these countries are doing are doing this. But you got to remember that wherever this vaccine comes from, whether it's Germany, the UK, America, like with Pfizer, you got to remember that those people in that country where it's coming from are all going to get the vaccine first before the Netherlands, before Belgium, before France gets their hands on it. It's the same as it's the same as the UK. So it's going to be a while before we even think of of getting vaccined. But uh, it's still promising stuff. Still very promising stuff. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people I've spoken to who, you know, it, I I don't really know what's wrong with them. I don't know. They 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 one of these people who. They they say that oh well I'm not taking this vaccine because I don't know what it, what's inside there, you know it just could, it could just be the government, 
They, they're trying to inject us with stuff so they can keep track of us. Well then, if that's the case, don't take the vaccine and get corona and then die. Because if you're so deluded that the government is injecting you with stuff that they can spy on you, you shouldn't be al- you shouldn't be able to al- you shouldn't even be allowed to breathe air if you're that deluded. I mean someone was saying someone was saying to me the other day that um they will only take it if Mark Rotter takes the takes the vaccine. And if nothing happens to Mark Rotter, then then they'll take it. Can you believe these people? Unfortunately, we 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 live we live in a world with a lot of deluded, paranoid, alienated people that they actually that stupid to think the government is injecting you with stuff so they can track you. I think they can track you already with your phones. I don't think they need to inject you with vaccines. But if that is the case, please don't take the vaccine. It's fine by me. You can get corona. But then don't bitch when you have to self-quarantine all the time. Or if you land up dying from corona because you were too... You were too... In your own world... To think that governments are, are are trying to are trying to control you with this vaccine. Please give me a break. Honestly, I've never heard so much rubbish in my entire life. God, it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. I think I'll be the first person to when this vaccine becomes available. I'll take it. I think the rest of the team will take it. I think most sensible people will take this vaccine. You don't need people like that, really. People who are so deluded to think uh, it's just the government's way of controlling me. All these conspiracist theorists. Honestly, it's nobody's got time for that. I don't have time for that. You don't have any rights. And those are the same people, by the way. Those are the same people who are bitching that their lives are all over. Again, you can't have your cake and eat it. You can either take the sh- you can either take the vaccine, shut your mouth, and your life carries on. You'll get your life back, or you don't take the vaccine, and then you just have to live with the consequences of being one being vulnerable to getting corona or any other kind of new virus that comes out because you've only got yourself to blame. I mean, really, waiting for waiting for the prime minister to take the vaccine and then waiting to see what happens to them before you make your decision. Honestly, I... It's, it's just one of, the, it's one of those things where, you know, um, uh, Elon Musk wants to send people to space. Those are the people he must take with them to space. Because... We don't need people like this in this world. Unfortunately, this world is full of all of these people that think governments are just trying to control them. I really don't think if you have to, if you had to ask the French president or the British prime minister, the American president or any sensible government in the world that the reason they're doing this lockdown is to control us like, like, uh, like puppets, I really don't think that's the case. And if you think that, you are just honestly deluded. You seriously are deluded. And I don't even think a therapist would help you. They're doing this to stop the spread. Even I know this. Someone who refuses to wear masks knows this. So don't take the, don't take the vaccine. Stay at home. Be vulnerable. And uh, if you die, then you know you'll just be you'll be doing me and everybody else a favor. And if you do get the opportunity to may- hopefully maybe Elon Musk approaches you, take that take that opportunity because we don't need people like you in this world at all. 
Okay, everybody. Uh, Friday evening. I think uh, that's enough of me um, ranting for one night. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. We have a, a very um, special guest coming on on Monday. And uh, it's going to be my first. Uh, it's going to be my first time interviewing someone who is very knowledgeable on so on South Africa, but doesn't live in South Africa. So, I'm very. I'm. I can't, honestly, I'm looking forward to this because it's going to be a very interesting interview, and uh, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it just like you have with all the other interviews. And it's certainly one that you do not want to miss. So make sure you are listening to the podcast on Monday. Make sure you are subscribed to the show. And uh, yeah, I think you're going to like it. Uh, we've Don't forget, we've also got a brand new show starting on Wednesday next week. Thomas, our cameraman, is going to be starting his new show all about text. He's going to be talking about the best cameras, the worst cameras that you shouldn't buy, and he's just going to give you some general tech advice. And I think this is going to be a very cool show. So if you are interested in technology or the best cameras or if you just enjoy learning about new things tech-wise, you're going to enjoy it. So a very busy week we have for you on Amsterdam Lab next week. I'm looking forward to it. Have a good weekend, whatever it is that you're going to be doing. You can't go, you can't go out to drink. Because, well, you have to stay at home. But um, make the most of your weekend. Make the most of your dry weekend. I've just uh, I've just had a look at my uh, application that Natasha sent me. And it says it stopped raining. But, I don't know, after today, I can't trust this app anymore. I just have to take my, my chances and just go. My pants. My pants are still drenched. I feel like I've just I've been to the pub. And I've had too much to drink and I, I've just soiled myself because I, I just couldn't be asked to go to the toilet. That's never happened to me, by the way. I, I, I would imagine this is what would happen to you if you drink too much beer and you can't be asked to go to the toilet. Not good. Anyway, have a good weekend, everyone. And uh, I'll be back with you on Monday.